0: And it's special to me because it's Jesus recognizing the place where disappointment is born here on earth. And he's inviting heaven into those spaces, the will of God that comes to life in heaven for it to be done here on earth. Hola, and welcome to Fé Más Faith. I'm Erika Reynoso, a church kid and pastor's kid, raised in Iglesia Pentecostal. Hoping to share encouragement and compassion to struggling church kids like myself. Thanks for joining me on today's episode. I was 16 years old when I heard God speak to me and tell me that He was going to begin healing me. And at the time, uh, I was unaware of how childhood trauma was affecting my mind, my heart, my spirit, my body. And I knew that something was going on inside me that needed healing and so when i heard that promise from god when i was 16 i clung on to it and i waited on him to do the work of healing in my life Um, but of course healing isn't a fast quick journey it takes time and if i'm honest it hasn't been until now that i'm 30 years old that i'm beginning to see the fruit of his work in my life of healing the wounds that I experienced as a child. And honestly, a lot of that hard work didn't really begin until I was 23 and began going to counseling. And it was in counseling where I was really able to sit in the reality of my story, of my experiences as a child, and really walk through those, revisit them, but revisiting them with a presence of love with the presence um, of God, that really redeemed my story and allowed some of those wounds to begin healing. Now, I my whole life, I've been someone who experiences emotion pretty strongly. Like, for me, emotions feel like a fog, um, where I can't see through them. I feel like it's all around me, and I can't, like, I, it feels like no escape to my emotions and my feelings. So I've All my life, I've always been somebody who feels my feelings strongly. Uh, And it wasn't until I was in counseling, sharing my experiences and sitting in the sorrow and the pain that my counselor began to encourage me to look at my feelings from a different way. She began uh, to encourage me to look at those feelings, look at my emotions and see what those emotions were telling me. What were were the stories going on behind those emotions? Now one of the emotions that I've experienced most in my life has been disappointment. Um, I've sat in a lot of disappointment over the years and in my first uh, experience in counseling, uh, it was there that my counselor Ask me this question of, what is disappointment telling me? And it required that I look back, you know, that fog of disappointment around me and see what is the story of my heart that disappointment is telling. And it wasn't until I did that that I realized that disappointment as an emotion carries... A message of our soul that if we don't pay attention to, we miss the opportunity to not only understand ourselves more, but also gain an opportunity for God to really do the work of healing in our life. Um, Now, disappointment, I know, um, is one of many emotions that, at least for me, culturally speaking, um, you know, emotions aren't really felt you know you can check out episode two where I talk about this a little bit more Whereas we're encouraged to like push through our emotions or given a really quick consejo to get through it real quick but then we're supposed to keep pushing through um or deal with it privately right like no crying in public but Disappointment is a is an emotion that really we really have to sit through and feel, in order for us to understand like what's going on inside of us. Um, one of my favorite people in the world is Brene Brown, and that uh, and I really love that she's made a bit of a science about our experience as you know just human beings in our inner world. And I really love how she has come to explain disappointment. Uh, Pastor Jose Portillo, um, Aviva Church here in East Charlotte. Check him out if you're in East Charlotte. Um, He actually gifted me a book called The Atlas of the Heart that Brene Brown just released. And it was in that book where she's like basically just explaining most of the emotions that as human beings we experience. And I really loved that. Uh, she spoke about disappointment for a good amount of time. Um, And for, she says, Renee Brown says that um, through her research, she has learned that disappointment is the most frequently experienced emotion in the human experience. And it's Generally, experience at a high level of intensity. So, we already begin to see that disappointment is an emotion that we really have to understand clearly because a lot of us experience it a lot. And so, she really defines disappointment as unmet expectations, our response to unmet expectations. And usually, the greater the expectation, the greater the disappointment. Um, so, this uh, definition is pretty simplistic but I like how she goes on and explains and differentiates between what what kind of expectations right because there's different kinds of expectations and um, the first kind is unexamined and unexpressed expectations these are usually expectations that are not set out loud they're not examined to see if they're realistic. Um, and it's usually the ones that are the most dangerous, right? Like if you have unexpressed, unexamined expectation, that's usually what's causing the highest intensity of um, disappointment. And I know I personally have experienced this in my marriage, because there's been a lot of times where I'll get so mad at my husband because he doesn't read my, my mind. <laughs> Like, I have all these expectations that I never examined if they're realistic or I never expressed them, and yet I sit here expecting a lot of him that I don't communicate. Um, And I'm just like, oh, I don't want to say it out loud because you should already know my needs. No, (laughs) it doesn't work like that. Um, And I've had to learn how to express my expectations because a lot of my disappointment we're rooted in unexamined and unexpressed expectations. Now, you might be saying it's really hard to communicate your expectations, communicate your needs, communicate your desires, which goes on to the next kind of expectations, which Brene Brown says are examined and expressed. So these are when you're actually expressing your needs, right? Like in a marriage, you're expressing it to your partner, right? The needs that you have. And these are usually examined because they're realistic, right, like I'm not gonna tell my husband, my need is for you to provide me with half a million dollars overnight. No. like they're examined because they're realistic. Um, but these kind of expectations take a lot of courage and vulnerability because you're, all, you're putting it out there, right, you're expressing your needs, you're expressing your expectations, and so you're creating this anticipation of them being met, and if those expectations are not met, it does carry disappointment with them as well. Um, but the quote that stands out the most for me that Brene Brown talks about uh, with disappointment is that it's this, there are too many people in the world today who decide to live disappointed rather than risk feeling disappointed. So there are those that live in a constant state of disappointment because they'd rather do that than put themselves out there, expect the best, and then be disappointed, right? I don't know if you can relate with that. I certainly do. Where, um, you know, I'd rather, like, stay disappointed, I'd rather stay at a distance than for me to engage meaningfully with someone else and be disappointed. Like, I've always struggled with feeling like not having friends, Um, and yet I don't put myself out there to make friends because I don't wanna be disappointed. Like, it's like a vicious cycle. And Brene Brown says that um, one of the symptoms of living constantly in disappointment is that you're typically cynical, typically pretty critical. Um, You're not really fully engaging with others, but also you have, you experience foreboding joy which Brene Brown defines foreboding joy as like when you experience joy, but you don't allow yourself to feel it fully because you're waiting for the other shoe to drop, right? Like, well, I'm gonna uh, celebrate this day, I'm gonna have fun, but like inside of you, like there's something pulling you back to not have too much fun because you never know when something's gonna happen, right? So when we live in this constant state of disappointment, it's hard for us to feel hope. Right. Um, and I think, you know, that's why I love Brene Brown's um, explanation of disappointment, because it helps us understand that it's not just a feeling that we're experiencing. There's a story behind it. Right. Like we had this expectation. We ha- there's, there was something we wanted in our heart, but they weren't met by Uh, our loved ones or in a situation or whatever it may be. And so naming those expectations and the story behind disappointment is powerful for me because then you begin to understand yourself on a deeper way and when you understand yourself in a deeper way, you're able to invite God into those spaces. So for me, I have found great value in coming to God and not just saying, hey God, I'm disappointed. Of course he knows why, he knows the story, but it's different for me to come and say, hey, I'm disappointed and say, hey God, I really wanted to be loved in this way and I didn't get it. And I think in having that language and being able to understand yourself on that deeper level creates space for God to meet that need in a better way. Um, a metaphor <laughs> that I like to think about when it comes down to disappointment is um, the story I heard about this man in North Carolina in the 1700s. He found this pretty large rock. It was a 17 pound rock and he just brought it home and was using it as a doorstop. So he had it to hold his door open and after three years of having that 17 pound rock as a doorstop, You know, he just he gets curious and takes it to a jeweler. And when he goes to the jeweler, he finds out that that 17 pound rock was actually a gold nugget. It was gold. And in fact, it turns out to be the biggest gold nugget that has ever been found in North Carolina. Uh, And when I think about this story, for me, it serves as a metaphor for disappointment. Because for many, it's just like a doorstop. It's like this big rock that's there. It's heavy. It might be inconvenient, although it functioned as a doorstop for him. But like it's just there, right? And you don't do much for it. Um, But then we see when he takes it to the jeweler, he finds out (laughs) that it's gold. And there's value to it. And so for me, disappointment, the way that I've wanted... To approach it is the way that that man took it to the jeweler. I'm taking it to my jeweler, who is Jesus, but I'm bringing that rock that is heavy and it's there. But when I bring it to him, I see that the value and disappointment is the story that it is telling. And that value that I find is what brings me closer to God and brings me into a deeper connection with him. And I think instead of dismissing disappointment, um, we're able to see that in reality, disappointment is a constant for everyone. Like when Brene Brown said that it's one of the most experienced emotions, I wasn't surprised because the way that God has taught me to understand disappointment is that disappointment indicates this misalignment between heaven and earth. So going back to my counselor, you know, I kept bringing up stories and kept sharing about my disappointment, and it wasn't until one day where she said something that stuck with me forever, and she said, Erica, you experience so much disappointment because you continue looking for heaven here on earth. You expect the kingdom of God, you look for it, but you don't find it because it isn't our home. And that's when I made that connection that I often get disappointed because I go out seeking heaven where heaven isn't. And I think disappointment is an emotion that connects us to this the heart of God because it's the way our soul tells us this isn't how it's supposed to be. We're not supposed to be hurt by others. We're not supposed to have needs that aren't met. We're not supposed to be broken in relationships. We're not supposed to experience harm um, and conflict in very unhealthy ways. Like There's so much that we experience here on earth, and it was never meant to be that way. It wasn't that the design or intention that God had for this earth. And because of sin, because of the brokenness in this world. That is why we experience disappointment. And so as, I've, as I sit in my own disappointment and I put it before the Lord, I'm able to understand that what my heart desires, those expectations that weren't met, and the disappointment that I experience, It's really God's way of indicating that there is this misalignment between heaven and earth. We're not yet experiencing on earth what God intended us to. And that we will be able to when we get to heaven. Um, And that's why I really love, and I think it's really special, the line in the Lord's Prayer that Jesus said. um, Where um, it says, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And it's special to me because it's Jesus recognizing the place where disappointment is born here on earth. And he's inviting heaven into those spaces, the will of God that comes to life in heaven for it to be done here on earth in the midst of our disappointment, in the midst of our brokenness. And I think that invitation of saying, God, let your will be done on heaven as it is on earth, it's an invitation to God to step into our spaces of deepest disappointment and allowing him to do the healing work, allowing him to see the rawest emotions that we have so that he can be there with us and accompany us in our sorrow and in our disappointment. And so my invitation for you is, um, I'm not sure if you've ever felt this curiosity about disappointment, but I wanna invite you to sit and ask yourself that question that my counselor asked me, and that is, what is your disappointment trying to tell you? Like, what expectations weren't met? What were the desires of your heart that weren't met in whatever situation that brought you disappointment? And I think answering that question, becoming curious with it, and sitting in it, it's what's going to allow you to bring God into a deeper space with you. I think that's where we find satisfaction in Him, is when we can invite Him into those spaces. And I know that as a believer, as a follower of Christ, as someone who's been in the church now for 25 years, going on 26 um, it can get tricky because sometimes that disappointment that we experience is in the church. It's at church. It's with believers. It's with people that have been at church their whole lives too. And that's why I wanted to share this episode now because I want the next episode is going to be talking about, well, what do you do when you experience disappointment in the church? Um, and I wanted to set this as a foundation for understanding disappointment so that we can then talk about well, what is, what do we do with a disappointment in the church? Um, so I hope this blesses you. I hope this makes you feel more comfortable with disappointment. See it as a gold nugget, um, because in your disappointment, you'll find great value in the story it's telling you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Be sure to follow me on Instagram, at and subscribe to this podcast. Your following and sharing help spread this message of hope and compassion. Gracias y hasta luego.